Welcome back. <laughs> Naptown's Most Wanted. Here with my friend Liz, who is a licensed, experienced tradeswoman in the hair industry, the hair styling. Um, I would very lightly say experienced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haven't been in it that long, but I'm definitely going to be in it for a while. So yeah. maybe here in a couple years you can say experienced. How, how long have you been in it? I graduated school May of 2022, and I started oh. working in the salon I'm in in June of 2022. Oh, okay. So you're just an amateur. An amateur or what the industry likes to call us, um, baby stylists. Baby stylists. Yes. What's that? Uh, I don't really like that term that much. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't like it. Yeah. So, like, how how old were you when that when you thought about doing that? I was tw- like 19, 20 when I actually like really started considering going to school. Uh, gotcha. What made you want to do it? Um, so I went to college for two weeks. So kids, you don't always have to go to college to be successful. But I did go to college for two weeks uh-huh. and I fucking hated it. And I was like, I, this is not yeah. for me. I was going for a graphic design major, so, like, having creativity, but I was going to have to sit behind a desk, and, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and I worked at Walmart when the pandemic had hit, and uh-huh. I was like, I want to go back to school, but I don't want to do it online. Like, I don't know what I want to do with my life, and that was a really hard time to just, like, figure all of that out, and then the Walmart salon opened up. And, like, this is so silly, but the Walmart salon finally had opened up after some laws and, like, restrictions had been lifted from COVID. And I saw, I was walking into work, and I saw two of the stylists working, and I was like, that just looks so fun. Yeah? Like. What is, what, Walmart has a salon? There's a salon in Walmart. It's called Smart Style. Is it in all Walmarts? It's in almost, it's in almost all of them. Like, it's in a lot. Is it even good? I'm not going to speak my piece on it. Okay. I don't <laughs> I don't want to disrespect anybody in the industry. Okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. But I was like, oh, my God. She is, like, putting color on that girl's head. That looks so stinking fun. Like, I don't know why I want to do that so bad. Yeah. And I had toured a few schools just to, like, make sure this is what I wanted to do. And, like, the best really touring a cosmetology school is honestly the only way you can get a feel of doing it. Uh-huh. So like you walk in and like you see it as is like you're not just walking in and like they're going to give you a guided tour to make everything seem like it's so great or what have you. And I don't know. It's just like the environment that I was in when I toured, I was like, this is where I want to go. And I started like two months after my tour. So what was it like uh, like going through? Getting, like, the certifications and everything. So, depending on what state you're in, Uh like, in the state of Indiana, you have to have 1,500 hours. And so, if you're a full-time student, which is what I did, that's five days a week, eight hours a day. Um, It takes about 11 months to get there. Yeah. And then if you're part-time, which my school offered part-time, it takes you about 15 months. Just because you're only working, like, five hours instead of eight. Uh-huh. And so, like, they were flexible. Like, if you had kids or whatnot, you could do the part-time or you could do full-time. And 
I just wanted to jump right in and do full time because I was like, I need to get the fuck out of Walmart. Like, and I'm still there, but, (laughs) um, I just, I wanted to be done. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was a lot of fun though. Like I have some of the best memories in cosmetology school and like a lot of people are like, Oh, like you, once you step out of cosmetology school, you know, just everything. And like, that's not true at all. They have a lot of salons actually offer associates programs, which Uh not a lot of people know about, but it's essentially like schooling, but you're actually getting paid. Like Mm -hmm. you don't get paid at all in school. Like you get tipped if you're lucky. Oh, So you're like working a 40 hour work week with no pay. So when you're schooling, um, do they, so with the hours, do you need to just like go watch people work on other people's hair or do they have it at? No, it's like a salon academy. So you sit in the classroom for, depending on your school, my school, it was eight weeks. Okay. And you do book work, working on mannequins, like just a lot of schooling and just like actually studying. Okay. And practicing on your classmates if they're open to it. I always was because I was like, Uh whatever. And then... Once you transition out into the salon floor, they're always like, when do you start the floor? That's after you're done in the classroom completely. You can actually get clients. Uh, Okay. So people like there's people come to the salon school because it's cheap. We're not technically licensed yet. So it is very cheap. Uh And so like it was a full service salon and spa that I was in. We're just students doing the work Mm -hmm. and we had licensed professionals who were educators who would like come over and if we had any questions we would go to them but they would come over when we're done with each person and they would check the haircut they would check the color they would like Mm -hmm. they would not let these people leave unhappy essentially so like it wasn't just like a whole bunch of people who didn't know shit like going willy-nilly on these people but like Right. That's so how do, like, it worked. With you going through the school, do you ever like, because you work with hair and obviously some people like don't. So that, so do you have like an eye? So like when you're walking around in public, right? Like you, you, yes. you know, going throughout <laughs> your life, do you just like notice people like, damn, what the fuck? Yes. What the fuck is your hair right now? Yes. Oh. I will see. <laughs> Listen, I'm. I will never judge anyone because I know getting your hair done is expensive, but I will see those outgrown roots if you're yeah. not a natural blonde. I'll see them. I'll know they're there. Yeah. But like, of course, I would notice it because I see it every single day. Yeah. Just like I notice you kind of need a haircut. Well, I just got my haircut. I, but like I see the split ends. I don't think your barber did a good job. What are you talking about? I look good. He put the, he, he shaved me good, put the damn powder on me. You know what? Say, ooh wee. Good for him, honestly. He did a good job. What causes split ends? What causes split ends? Uh So it's just your your hair is all dead. Like, it's all dead as soon as it's, Uh like, growing out. Yeah. But if it has more, like, a lot of people tend to put more damaging things towards their ends. Why? I still don't know. But, like, it, they just, after a certain point, they just kind of start to get weak and brittle. Uh And if you don't take care of your split ends in a timely manner, they won't just be split here. They will split 
up your entire hair shaft. So like your uh, split ends could go like, I've never seen that happen before, but uh-huh. I mean, I've seen like maybe like three inches of it being bad. And usually those people are like, just cut whatever you need to get Yeah, the split ends gone. Yeah. That's a, that's a world that I definitely don't notice. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot in it. Like, yeah. I just see stuff and I like sometimes I feel like it has turned me a little bit into a judgmental person like appearance wise which uh-huh. it shouldn't and but in that aspect it just kind of like it, it'd does. be kind of like if a carpenter like walked into your house they would yeah. see like oh that wasn't done very right, well like right. or just or even like just anyone like yeah you would know if bread wasn't cooked right. Yeah. Or mixed right. Yeah. So it's I'd just like working, one of those things. I'd be working with bread. You work with bread. That dough. Yeah. Anywho, what's it uh what's the life of the shop, you know? Um, it really just depends on the environment you're in. Okay. So everyone's like different. Everyone's different. Okay. Like when I was in school and I was about two thirds of the way done. I started shadowing at salons just to get a feel before I started there. Yeah. And there was a couple of salons that were a little bit, a little bit ritzy, kind of rich. And like, that's the salon I would like to be in. Uh But I realized coming fresh out of school, that's not where I wanted to be Mm -hmm. because it felt like when I was coming in to shadow these people and to get to know these people, they wanted like nothing to do with me. Uh. So it felt like I was inconveniencing them. Like, and I mean, everyone has a different experience. One thing I will always tell to students in the salon, like academies, wherever they're at, is don't just shadow at one place. Like, shadow as many places as you can get. And if you hear something bad from one salon, that doesn't mean you're going to have that same experience. So, like, a lot of where I'm working at, a lot of students were like, I'm never going to go there. Like, that's the worst salon ever. Like, you just kind of need to figure out yourself. Like it's kind of easy for that. It's easy for past students to say like, don't go there. That's a horrible salon because where I went to school, they own the salon that I'm currently in. Uh And so like a lot of people who had a negative experience in school are like, don't go there. It's awful. But people like me who had a positive experience in school. Yeah, sure. I went to go check it out just to like, see what my options were and I really loved it when I Mm. had shadowed like the environment was good I personally at least in the salon that I'm in I don't know if there's any drama like if there is drama I don't hear about it like I don't know about it like like we're all kind of just a happy family and we did a work party in December and we had like a big it was like a big family dinner we did a lot of things together And our front desk man, who's the owner's son, he had, like, a long talk with a lot of us after. And he was like, I just, this is probably the best group we've ever had. We got all of the toxicity out, which is very true. Like, a couple weeks before our Christmas party, one of the shareholders, which is, like, kind of like an owner, but, like, Uh I don't really know how to explain it. But she had quit. And she Uh had caused a lot of people to quit she was an educator in the salon so she had associates and like it was really bad and once she left it was almost as if like 
a dark cloud was just lifted off our salon. Like no hate to her. Like she's not, <laughs> she is not a bad person. Like she's really not. And like, I wish her the best and I hope uh, she's doing well where she's at. And like from social media, it seems like she is. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think she just kind of hit a wall as some of us do. And like, after you're being somewhere for, after being somewhere for so long, you just kind of, you don't care about it as much. Mm. So like, I can understand why she, like she was there for over 20 years. Like I don't blame her. Yeah. It's kind of hard to be in the same spot forever and seeing people come and go without right. like getting a little agitated. Like the people who were, who like helped cause she was with our salon, like when coming from the ground up, like when they first opened, like, as was the lady I'm working under, I believe. Maybe she was there like a couple years after, but like they were all working together and the people who have been there for 20 plus years who have known her, they're all like, we have no hard feelings towards her. Like sometimes it's just not the right fit after a certain amount of time. Like, but a lot of us younger stylists just didn't like her very well. Yeah. Like she's not a bad person. She just wasn't the best to work with. I gotcha. But I do hope she's doing well. Was there anything like, you know, like you didn't expect? Like going into the salon? Like going into the salon, the whole industry as a whole, is there stuff that you like you didn't expect that you um, think maybe someone listening would need to know or want to know? So I'm just telling everyone this right now. If you ever consider doing hair, like, and this is not shade to my school whatsoever, but you're not going to know shit when you graduate school. Like they only have, they teach you the fundamentals and that's it. And they don't have like a ton of time to do it either. Like you're there for 11 months. Yeah. There's so much more to hair that like, even people who have been doing hair for 20 plus years, they still go to classes on certain things. It's Uh an industry that's like constantly evolving and Uh constantly changing. Okay. Like I will never go into work and be like same shit, (laughs) different day. There's like always something to learn. There's always something to learn. Okay. And like, I will always tell stylists, like no matter how confident you feel after leaving school, that first year that you're in the industry, that's when you're going to make the most mistakes. And that's when you're going to learn the most. Mm -hmm. And I definitely have like, and I'm not even a year out and I'm like, I know I still have so much more to learn, Yeah. but I love it. Like, you're just not gonna, like, you're gonna expect to, like, know everything when, like, you don't know shit. And that's not trying to sound, like, you could do studying and watching videos and stuff, but, like, there's still gonna be so much to learn. What happens if you, like, like, you're at the salon, right? Like, outside of school, you're at the salon, you're working. What do you do if, like, if you fuck up someone's hair? You fake it till you make it. Um, Oh, Oh, okay. Okay, so, like, if, if I'm doing a, like a blonding service, like you don't just uh-huh. slap lightener on the hair and rinse it out and send them on their way. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do that because it'll be yellow. It'll be just disgusting. Like you have to do another process, which is toning. Yeah. And so like you could tone somebody and you could like, like if you put a, like a purple color on hair because it's super yellow, purple uh-huh. counteracts the yellow to make it like a neutral color if you put a purple on it and you see that like one spot in the head is like purple because it grabbed it, you don't just be like, Oh, I put purple in your hair. Your hair's purple. You're like, you kind of look at it and you go, "Mm, I'm not sure. I like the way that that has turned out. Let me fix that. 
Okay. Or if you're like cutting hair, I've done this. Like I'm not good at cutting hair still. Like I suck at cutting hair. Yeah. I can color it, but cut it, no. Like if you take, if your layers are a little bit, let's not talk about layers. That's too complex. Like if you realize that like one side is shorter than the other, you just kind of like, you turn them away from the mirror and you like, <sighs> it. no, it's awful that we do this, but like. It's the truth. Like every stylist has done it. And if there are uh-huh. stylists listening, like, you know, you've done it. You know, you have done it, but you turn them away and like even it out really quick and like do a lot of texture cutting. Like you like take the hair and you take your shears and go in it like this because then it doesn't create that blunt line. It's almost blended. So then you can't really tell that you fucked it up. Oh, okay. Have you ever had like a customer get like shitty at you? Yes. So let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want a school shitty customer or do you want my like first shitty customer in the industry? Do like a first shitty customer in the industry. Okay. So I had this old lady and like she wasn't even mean and I'm going to preface that like she was not mean, but the way she came in, you could just tell she was not going to be happy with anything that I gave her. Oh. Like, there was nothing I was going to do that made her happy. She was just going to be real picky. Like, picky. real, real picky. And, like, I understand being picky about your hair because I am, but, like, it, it was bad. So yeah. she came in, and she's like, I want red, but not too red. I want red-brown, but not too brown or too red. And it's like, ah. Uh. So I had to grab, like, a swatch book of colors and just show her like, well, this color doesn't have a lot of red in it, but it has like a brown background. And she'd be like, that's too red or that's too brown. Okay, yeah. well, this one doesn't, it has like a brown back or it has a red background color, but it's mostly brown. Well, that's too brown. Uh, like it was just nothing I could do. She was going to be happy with. Uh-huh. And I'm, when I, when she was like going over the haircut she wanted, I was like, okay, I can do this. Like she pretty much already has that cut. I just need to shape it up. Mm. And this was my fault because I was already so stressed out. I had to color her hair three times. Like it wasn't even just like one time and she was upset. Well, every time she was upset with it. And her son also went with her. Like she was old and her son was with her. And like he was watching over me and like telling me what to do. And like I was just getting real stressed out. Yeah. And so I will condone my actions. I did give her a free haircut because I did fuck up her haircut. Oh. But, like, I went into the bathroom and, like, cried. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, she was so... Because she just, like, nothing I could have done for her she would have been happy with. And it's not like she was rude about it either, but she just didn't like anything that I had to offer her. Oh. And, like... At least you were nice about it. uh, Yeah. Like, she was pretty cool about it. I mean, for the most part. She was mad that she had to pay for the color and she didn't like it. But I was like, okay, I use so much product on you that, like... Yeah. And I'm not going to make you pay for the cut. Like, sorry. I really fucked that cut up. Yeah. Cause I, and I'm not condoning this, but I was so stressed out that like, I just couldn't, I couldn't even think straight. Like when I get stressed out, my face gets all like splotchy and red yeah, and yeah. so does my neck. And like, everyone's like, Liz, you're hyven. And I'm like, I know. Hyven. Oh yeah. They'll be like, you're hyven. <laughs> my friend at the salon, she also does the same thing when she gets really stressed out. So it's kind of funny. We'll look at each other and be like, you're hyving. And she's like, I know this client's really fucking stressing me out. Like yeah. we see it all the time. And like, People are so, they demand so much from us, but, and then at the end of the day, they're not willing to pay for what we're offering them. Yeah. And like, 
I hate to say it, getting your hair done, it is a luxury experience. Like, not everybody can do this. Uh-huh. And so, like, if you want all of the things done, you're going to have to be prepared to pay for all of the things. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want your hair highlighted, but you don't want it to be damaged, like, we recommend a mask. And if they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. And you kind of, you're a little, like, you do have to be transparent about their budget and stuff. Uh-huh. Because that's a big thing that, like, you're learning in the consultation is, like, how to figure out what they're willing to spend. So you never say, like, well, what's your budget? Like, you can't say it like that. You kind of have to be, like, what are you willing to spend today so I can give you the results you are wanting? And when they say X amount of dollars, you give them the options that you can give them within that price range. Okay. What, What is, like, the average price range? Um, it kind of depends on the service that you're getting. So at my salon or like the amount of experience you have at my salon, if you are the level that I'm at, which is like level one associate, Uh it's like tiers, which like, we don't like to use the word tiers because then people are like, oh, I want a level five because they're, they're better than a level one. And it's not even just that. It's just, you always start at level one. Yeah. And so like for me today, I did a cut and color. And for both of those together, it was $86, which like in the grand scheme of things, like that's not even bad right? because a lot of people will pay like $200 for a cut in a color. When you started like saying like, like the whole, how much are you willing to spend? I'm thinking it's like 500 to a thousand. Does it ever get that much? It can. Oh, it can. If you're doing extensions. Ah. Extensions. What's extensions? Is that like a weave? I mean, kind of, but not really like. There's different types of extensions, which like I still don't even know all of them, which I'm getting certified to do them because they will bring you in money. Yeah. But um, like if you're getting an extension service with like keratin tips, which is mm-hmm. like that's probably really foreign to you. At the end, it has like. I don't know how to explain it because I don't know enough about it, but like you melt it to the hair, but you're like, oh my God, that's so damaging, but it has keratin in it, which is really good for your hair. Oh, okay. Like there's a lot of science behind hair that like people love to say, oh, girls who go to cosmetology school are stupid. Like that's the only reason they go is because they're stupid. Like there's a lot of chemistry and like science behind hair. I know when like when we first met and you were like explaining it, like... Oh, like when I, my hair was messed up? <laughs> like, I just kind of sat there just stupid because I had no, like, no idea. I've never even been, like, the whole world is so foreign to me. Well, like, And, like, I'm a man, so, like. Well, well, it's not even that, like, there's men in the industry, but, like, of course they would know it because they're in it. Like, whenever uh, I, I have a really hard time dumbing down what I'm doing to people. And, like, I, yeah. it's not that I expect them to know it, but I'm just kind of like, well, it's this with that, like, and they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know how to explain it to you other than this. Like, and whenever I explain, especially to my friends, uh-huh. like what I did that day, I'm like, I don't expect you to understand what I'm saying because you're not in the hair industry. But like being able to get a guest from a level one hair, which is like black level one is black and level 10 is like bleach blonde platinum. Like, yeah. If I can say, oh, I got someone from level one hair to like a five, 
which like that's not even super common like it's not like if I'm like yeah she came in with level one hair and I got her to a five that's a big deal and they're like what are you talking about I'm like okay but like yeah it's hard to explain this this big brain shit to these simpletons okay but like I'm not even that big brain. Like <laughs> I'm know. just big brain in what I yeah this in Th- this that's world. That's good though. That's very good. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like that one time when I, I tried to explain to you what a swatch book was, you were like, "What?" Is it the thing that you showed me? Yeah. It was. Oh, like, okay. It was that book of colors that I had shown you. Oh. I should have brought it in. Yeah. That Give them okay. a little. Yeah. A quick little flip through. Now you yeah. read the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it's a lot to take in and to learn. And that's why I always say like, don't walk out of school thinking, you know, everything because you don't like, and that's okay. And that's okay to admit like, Oh, I don't know how to do that. Like just the other day I had some lady come in for a pixie cut, which is basically, it's just a short, like, like you cut it like how you would cut a men's haircut, but it's, more feminine so like okay. it has texture and it has like i looked at my coworker and i said i don't know how to do any of that shit like yeah so like one of my coworkers basically had to finish this lady's cut for me because i was like i don't know what i'm doing oh. and like this was just two days ago uh-huh. and things like that happen and they'll always right. happen so like you can't beat yourself up because you don't understand something like you just take that and you're like okay i didn't know how to do this cut and you go home and you research uh-huh. how to do it and you practice on like doll heads, like the mannequin right. heads, because you can find like synthetic hair ones really cheap. Mm-hmm. And those are the best if you're trying to learn how to do haircuts just to kind of get mm-hmm. an idea of how to do it. Yeah. And like whether, whether it's like doing uh, this podcasting and like editing videos or like when I'm at the bakery, like like I've had all this podcast stuff for like the last like two, three months. And so, like, the first the first and second month, I was kind of just, like, messing with it. And it's just, like, you keep learning new things. And especially, like, at the bakery, like, I've been doing the exact same thing for, like, four or five months mm-hmm. on the exact same job. And there's still times where I run into something and I got to go run out and find a coordinator. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I don't know what's going on. I need you to come come check this out. Yeah. Like, it it happens in every industry. Yeah. Which, like, a lot of, a lot of stylists, actually, they leave the industry the first year because they're like, I don't know anything. And they beat themselves up so bad that they're like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Which is really sad because I think anybody could have the potential of being a hairstylist as long as they're willing to put in the research, the work, and just Mm -hmm. the time for it. Yeah. It's all about how bad you want it. Yeah. And, like, also how much you make in the salon industry is about how how bad you want it. Like, I could walk out making minimal because I'm just like, well, it's my day job. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Or I can try to excel and try to learn more things and make even more money. Because the stylist that I work under, she makes 100 grand a year, which is, like, a lot. I mean, or in the in the stylist industry, not even just in the stylist. And well, anyway, I can't be like, oh, a hundred thousand is a lot of money because like it's uh, all like subjective in a sense, like me or you, like to most people, including us, like that's a lot of money. But to someone who makes like a million a year, they're like, how do you survive? Right. Like that's chump change. Like that's pocket money. Yeah. But like 
it's up to you about how much you want to make yeah. in the industry. So you can go and people love to say you can't make money in a commission salon, which is where I'm currently working. And you can because my boss does it every single day. Yeah. Like I, I do her book for her and I see how much money she's going to make. And that's even, that's just a base uh-huh. because people will schedule an appointment for a color. And then when they're sitting in the chair, they're like, actually, can you also cut my hair? It doesn't come together. You have to like a color and a cut it's color. And then the cut. So like you pay however much for the color. And then you also pay however much that stylist is charging for the cut. Uh-huh. So like, I see what she's projected to make without these add-ons in the, like, and also some people want conditioning treatments. Yeah. Or their eyebrows wax. Like, these add-ons also add up to get you how much money that uh-huh. you want to make. So, what what are your goals for, you know, this career? So, I am currently actually an associate in a salon, uh-huh. and that means, like, I assist another stylist and I that I basically do everything that that stylist does except for cutting her client's hair. Like I do not cut their hair at okay. all. Is but that do you not cut the hair because of like you you don't feel confident in doing it or d- are you not doing it because they don't want you to? No matter where you're at, you're like at least I'm assuming that's that seasoned stylist is never going to have you cut their client's hair. They'll have oh, okay. you uh, help them apply color into a section of the hair. If they're like a lot of the times I help with foiling. Um, they're going to have you shampoo that guest's hair, especially my boss, because she has like we apply to color. We apply color to a guest. And I also don't like to call clients guests. I feel like that's just like, I don't know, too professional. Like, I don't like it. But we'll have yeah. her like she'll apply color. Her and I will apply color to a guest immediately turn around and start a haircut like she'll start the haircut on somebody else like if we're applying color and she sees her next guest walk in she'll be like hey so-and-so's here can you grab them and shampoo them for me i'll be over just as soon as you're done shampooing yeah so like we kind of like swap places too a lot of the times Hmm. and she'll be cutting someone's hair and i'll be styling while she's cutting one of her other clients hair so she can have two to three people she's had three people at once like three people at like, one time. Oh. Yeah. That's that's wild. What is she just like, like do something and then that's got to wait like 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. So she goes, work on okay. Yeah. So like there was one day where she, she literally had three people at one time and like she was like, okay, I'm going to, we just applied this color. Like we had to move quick, apply this color. And then as soon as you're done helping me, you need to shampoo that guest and get her toned, which is like oh, toning, which is like what you do after a blonding service to make yeah. the blonde even and like all that kind of stuff Uh so or even styling I style a lot of people if there's one thing that I feel a lot more confident in since leaving school it's styling Mm -hmm. and some people would be like how could styling hair be so hard it's like it's not that it's hard it's just you learn better techniques when you're doing it like round brushing do you know what that is like Okay, do you know what a blowout is? No. Okay, so you take like a blow dryer and you're blow drying uh-huh. their hair and you use a brush that's like a circle. I, let me just. Oh, I like can't. a circular hairbrush. Like you've seen those. Like did your I've mom seen, ever. Yeah, yeah. Did your mom ever have one? Yeah. Okay. 
So like that's a blowout where you take the round brush and you blow dry oh. it and like smooth it out and like yeah, I I didn't that. I didn't really know how to, like I knew how to do it but I didn't know how to do it well until I started gotcha. working there. Like one thing that my boss said to me my first month there she was like listen I am so proud of you for knowing how to use a round brush with a blow dryer at the same time but like you're just like she's like you're not doing it wrong but here's a better way to do it. And so, like, also round brushing creates that volume and, like, oomph to your hair. Yeah. Oh, I love volume. You can't yeah. tell right now because I have headphones on, but I have big hair. Yeah, yeah, I noticed, yeah. I love I having used big to, hair. In, uh, in high school, I used to, my dad used to get pissed off because I'd take, like, an hour and a half to get ready. So I'd shower, and then I'd put, like, mousse and shit mm-hmm. in my hair, and then I would I would just blow dry it, like, one way and then the uh-huh. other way and brush it, and I'd get it all, like, big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love big hair. It's so fun. Like today I had a client tell me that my hair reminded her of Joan Jett. I was like, that is the best compliment I think I've ever received. Because I was literally talking about getting a haircut like Joan Jett Uh like three weeks ago. And I was like, no, I'm too scared. Like I was going to get like, I have, okay, for the people not watching, I have like, if you look up a picture of Nikki Six from... Motley Crue, I have the same haircut as him, just not styled exactly like that. Very layered, very textured, and very yeah. big. And I love it. That's what's up. Is it so when you're like getting ready in the morning, do you do all your own hair? Like, do you ever like go into the salon and have someone else like do your hair? Or are you going all solo with what with what you're rocking with right now? Um, I always go in solo okay. with what I'm rocking with. Because I feel bad asking people to do it for me. Really? Yeah, we do it for each other all the time. Like, uh-huh. like anyone could be like, hey, Liz, can you shampoo me before my client gets here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then I'm like, I'm not going to ask him. Like, I don't want right. to ask him. I don't want to put him in. I don't want to put him out. Yeah, I got you. But. So, um, like, I know you said you're an, uh, an associate right now working at a salon. Do you ever like, do you ever think you ever thought about like going on your own? Well, yes. So our associates program, it lasts six months to a year, Uh just kind of depending on you and depending on your stylist. And so by the time I finish the associates program, it'll be about a year. Uh But that's also because right now it's been really hard to find people who want to be associates, which like, that's okay. Like we've had a lot of people shadow and like, they're kind of like, Hey, this just isn't our vibe. And that's okay. Like, Right. You can't like anything in the salon world to get where you want to be like is almost like dating, like finding your perfect salon. It's like dating. You kind of have uh-huh. to keep an open minded, open mind when you're like starting things. OK. And like also finding a stylist is like dating because like you can't just walk in and like li- like you can't just assume you're going to like the person because like you just sometimes you just right. don't mesh well with people. And that's okay. Like, right. Like I've had people who have come to me one time and like, I liked them, but they may have not liked me and I've seen them come in and they're with somebody else. Like, and it's just, you kind of, you can't, especially in commission salon, which is where I'm at. You can't get like too beat up over it. Yeah. Cause like I've, I've had people come to me and they continue to come back to me because they just didn't mesh well with the other people that have done their hair. Uh Like I know I'll, um, me personally, like at the barbershop I go to, like they're all good. And it, it's like a family owned, 
Mm-hmm. And I think there's probably like seven or eight dudes in there. And um, they're all good. But I, I just like, I like one dude. Like yeah. when I'm in there, I don't really talk. But I just, I just like this, you like one, this dude one dude and the way he uh, does my hair. Yeah. Did you know that a barber and a cosmetologist are not the same thing? No. So barbers. Well, it would make sense that it, it, it it's different. Barbers actually, depending on the state you're in, barbers are in school for 2,000 hours instead of 1,500 oh. because they learn everything that a cosmetologist would learn, like color. I don't know if every school teaches this, but like facials, makeup, things like that. Uh-huh. But then they have that extra time to just focus on men's cuts. And so oh, like okay. you, when you get your face shaved, do they use a straight razor on you? Yeah. I can't use that. Oh. I'm not licensed to. Oh, you need a license for that. Yeah. Like you have oh. to go to barbering school to be able to do that. And I can't do that. Do you ever get dudes that like, like not, not in like a bad way. Do you, do, do men ever come in yeah. and get a salon cut? Yeah. Do you, do you think salon cuts look better than I a mean, barbershop cut? Or does it really just depend? It just depends. Like we had, when I was in school, we had a barber come in and teach us men's cuts because yeah. it's not as common for men to come <laughs> in and get their hair cut in a salon. Like it is more common for men to go to a barber shop. Uh-huh. But like we had a, a barber come in who taught us how to do a fade uh-huh. without using a straight razor. Like he just used his clippers and his shears. Uh-huh. And so like, he was just like, well, you can still give a cut without using a straight razor. I mean, I, it's a, it's personal preference too. Like my boss does a lot of men's cuts. Yeah. I don't do them as like, I haven't gotten very many. Do you have any like recommendations for men? Like, cause you know, salons offer like certain like treatments to your hair. Like, obviously you noticed I had split ends. I didn't know I was at all. Listen, I didn't think you had split ends. I was just being an asshole. Oh. I think teasing's kind of fun. So oh. sorry. No, you're good. Anyways, go on. Do you recommend like certain treatments to uh to men? Um it yeah, like one of my friends is she mostly does men's hair, but she works in a salon. But she's a barber in that salon. Uh-huh. So she does like you can get like beard masks, beard facials, and shit like that. Oh, okay. Like there, and if you've ever been to, have you ever been to a sports clips? Yeah. You know how they have like a menu of like you can get a hot towel, you can. Yeah. Like, I. <laughs> okay, I might get a little bit of hate for this. Like, I don't think it's necessary, but if you want to treat yourself, do it. Like, uh-huh. I think you can do it. Okay. And I like when I kind of like we always at the salon, at least we always shampoo our cuts, like unless they specifically say like, I do not want my hair shampooed. Yeah. So like I, I always shampoo, like, do you ever get your hair shampooed at the barbershop? Not the one I go to. Like they don't, I don't like lean back and, and get, get all that. But I remember when I went to sports clips, they would, I remember there was this one chick, like I used to, I used to go to the sports clip off Olio. And no way, one like, of my friends works there. She was like an older lady okay, and we, we would talk a lot. And I used to like, cause I worked at Portillo's at the time. So I was just throwing her like free, free food cards and mm-hmm. stuff. But, um, 
she would like, I would get all that. I get the hot towel, the shampoo, the everything. And I remember I'd lean back. And and she she all diddy me up, get the uh, head massage going. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, <laughs> we'll take us a little break then. Thank you. <laughs> and we back <laughs> from that short break. Yes. What what was I what was I saying? We were talking about like hot towels and like, do you recommend all of these things for like men too? Like eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you re- do you recommend anything? Like, do you walk around um, and you see like dudes' hair and you're like, yo, what the? F-? Not even sometimes, yeah, because uh-huh. like, I feel like a lot of men love to judge women for because a lot of women we don't we don't shampoo our hair every single day because like it dries it. Like you're not supposed to shampoo every day. Really? No, like a lot of us go like a week. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't even notice. Yeah, because on I'm you, like I wouldn't notice. I've noticed on me, because my well, hair yeah. would get like stupid. But sometimes I don't think like, like that's why, like that, like when men are like, "Ew, that's so gross." I'm like, "Well, that's why your hair is probably falling out." Even though <laughs> I don't like, I don't mean it, but yeah. like, yeah, like that's why your hair is falling out. Like, is that's there a why way to like stop balding? Is there any salon tips and tricks? A little miracle um, oil? Or I went. I don't know. Like, there's not like balding just happens. Like. Oh. It does, but there's, like, ways to help your hair grow back. But maybe not. Like, you can do hair plugs. Like, you can do hair transplant. Oh, I've seen people with a hair transplant. When they first get it, it just looks weird to me. Yeah. Like, you can take hair from other places and, like, plug it in. Like, if you have a receding hairline, you can put it, like. Do they take the hair from, like, the other parts of your head? Or is it, like, um, arm hair? See, I don't. Some weird. I don't really know because that's not really oh, a okay. salon thing. Like that's yeah. a medical. Like doctors uh, do that. Okay. Like that's a surgery. Uh, yeah. Stuff that I, I've seen people do it. I'm like, like that. <sighs> that's not in my licensing. Yeah. But that's okay. I don't really want to. I don't really want to do that to people. So, anyways, I know you said you used to work at Walmart. I know I used to work at the. The Myers and Muncie. Oh, God. The Mokels. Did you meet the Mokels? What's that? What, Muncie Locals. Oh, the Mo- Yeah, yeah. I've met them. <laughs> I've met them. I was a cart pusher at the time. Oh, God. <laughs> and you would just, you know, the tweakers would come in, just do their little thing, you know? A lot of a lot of people, like, trying to steal shit. Yeah. And so, like, Myers, I'll tell you this now. Myers, if you steal something or you do, like, some dumb shit, Myers, like, will almost always prosecute you really yeah they will always do it and i heard uh at least i heard i don't know for sure because i never worked at walmart but i heard walmart will just ban you from okay that's not even fully true is it not it depends on the person you're asking oh okay walmart managers do not fucking come for me for this shit i don't give a fuck if you're stealing like uh-huh. do i think it's wrong to steal yeah uh-huh. but i don't ever like you can't approach a customer and be like you're stealing i saw you put that in your purse like you can't do that you kind of have to approach them and be like do you need help with something and a lot of times they'll say no and just kind of like walk away but like if i know they're walking out with stuff i i don't get paid enough to possibly get a gun pulled on me because i like yeah think that they're stealing like i don't get paid enough for that like i know when i worked at myers they were always like if you see someone stealing don't say anything but they had like an asset protection yeah yeah we have and they would like 
They would intervene. Yeah, you know how like grocery stores they got like the two doors. Mm-hmm. They would stop you right in that middle. They yep. wouldn't let you leave. Yeah. yeah, they they have that at Walmart. But oh, okay, that's like, or if I catch it, I kind of like I go to someone who will intervene because I'm not going to like I'm yeah. not stepping in the middle of that. There was one time, and this was a complete accident, and I got in trouble for it, which like whatever. But there was one time, and I think it was an error. Like, I don't think it was these people's fault at all. Yeah. But this couple, they came in and they bought like $200 worth of groceries at the self-checkout. And either their car didn't go through the first time and they thought it did, so they walked out and I like tried to like, because I wasn't going to step in and be like, hey, your car didn't go through. Because uh-huh. I don't know how they were going to react. Yeah. So I like tried to like call somebody over so they could stop them. Uh-huh. Cause they're, and they also always say like contact a member of management if you see it and you're not comfortable stepping in. So like, that's what I did and they didn't get there quick enough. So they walked out the door with like $200 worth of groceries. But then two weeks later, that same couple came in and I watched them scan everything. Like the other person I was at self check with, I was like, Hey, I don't ever want to like accuse anyone, but like watch them closely because last time they walked out with a lot of stuff uh-huh. like these people paid and they went on their merry way. Like I saw them pay. And Uh, so like, I think it was an error, but I got pulled into like an office and they were like, why didn't you try to stop them? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, I was told if you don't want to intervene, get somebody in management because I don't want to intervene. Like I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Like I don't like confronting people about stuff like that because like you just never know how they're going to react. Yeah. Like, and it's not that we live in a, we don't live in a bad area where someone would just pull a gun on you, but you just never know. One time, this is a fun story. If you're interested in hearing, it was New Year's Eve, 2020, 2020. It was New Year's, New Year's Eve, 2020. Yeah. Uh. And I was working self-check and there was some guy getting in his mom's face, like just being really awful towards her. And just, like, treating her like shit. Like, and I, I didn't want to see it, but obviously as, like, someone working there, like, I'm not going to get involved. I'm just going to kind of, like, side-eye the whole situation. Yeah. And a customer, like, intervened, and he goes, dude, I'm tired of hear- of hearing you talk to her like that. Like, she didn't do anything wrong. Like, she didn't do anything. Like, you're just in a bad mood. And he, like, lifted his shirt to show that he had a gun. Yeah. And... The, like, other guy who intervened, he was like, he's got a gun, he's got a gun. And, like, I was the only person in the, in, like, where I could see that, like, ducked down. You ducked? Yeah. Oh. I don't fuck around. Like, I'm not getting shot. Oh. Like, I've been on a mall shooting once and, like. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where was that at? Um, it was at Castleton Square Mall, which oh, like that's a yeah. common place for it to happen. But like, let's talk about that. Okay, so I was, it was a f- like a couple months ago. I was in Macy's with my best friend, and we were we well first we started in Von Mar, but like that's not important. We were like, hey, do you want to just try on prom dresses today, like just for shits and gigs? Like, might as well. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. And so we were in a Macy's fitting room. We just shared one because like whatever it's not a big deal and we had just finished like we grabbed like i want to say we each grabbed like four dresses and we were trying them on and just like whatever yeah and we heard over the speaker like right as my best friend was like trying her last one on we heard over the speaker attention customers and staff or whatever like do not leave we need to assess the situation outside like do not leave and they said it like multiple times and my best friend looked at me and she's like we gotta go 
Yeah. Like, we have to go. And I was like, yeah, if fuck, fuck that staying in type B. Well, know? I said, if this is what I think it is, we need to stay right here. Oh. Like, we, like, we're in a fitting room. Like, and it's, there's been like, I've been told this multiple times because, like, we kind of grew up at the end of, like, well, I don't want to say end, but, like, we grew up right before, s- we finished school right before sh- school shootings got, like, to where they are now. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. But, like, I was always taught if someone's, like, on a kill spree, they're not going to be looking under every stall. Like, they're just, they don't, they're not going to come looking for you. If they see you, they'll shoot. So I was uh-huh. like, okay, if we stay hidden here, like, he's not going to, like, really come look for us. Did it end up being that? It, it wasn't like or that. Or was, was it just, it, like. It was targeted. Oh, okay. Thankfully. But she was like, we just need to stay here. We need yeah. to stay here. And I was like, I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. Or, No. No, she was like, we need to go. And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. But we ended up just kind of like, what we had done was she finished like putting her t-shirt on or something. I don't even know. Yeah. And we like peeked out. And um, either somebody who was working at Macy's, they looked at us and they're like, you need to get out of here. Like, go, yeah. just go. So we had to run out the side. It, like, we were like, what the fuck is going on? And he goes, you guys need to get out of here. There's an active shooter in the building. Like, go. And so I'm freaking out. Like, uh-huh. I call my like I was running and I don't like to run I was fucking running and I called my mom and I was like hey like I don't mean to scare you but there's a fucking active shooter in the mall right now yeah. and she's like you need to hide you need to hide and I was like we're already out like we're getting to the car like and so we I talked to my mom the entire time I was like going to my car and like props to my dad I love my dad for this He was like over 30 minutes away from where we were at. And I get my mom told me this was after the fact, but my mom told me he like grabbed his handgun from his safe and was like getting ready to bolt out to the door. Oh, which like what would he have done? Like it was but like still just the thought like it It was very nice. Yes, it was very nice. But we made it out to our car and we sat there and like we just drove. We drove out of there and we kind of sat in silence for like I want to say like maybe two minutes. And, like, I'm not condoning this nor saying it's right, but we then just kind of, like, looked at each other and just started laughing. Not because we, like, think it's okay to shoot up a place, but, like, we were so scared that, like, the only emotion we could have when we were back into safety and, like, process what was going on was just laughing and, like, trying to, like, cope with what had just happened. Really? Yeah. Like, I... I said, I can hardly breathe because I was running and I was so scared, but instead of drinking a sip of water, I'm going to hit my vape instead, like... Uh, really just and we were in traffic because like a ton of people were leaving the mall and we get this we were the only people like running out of the mall like everyone else was just walking uh, and i was like like is this normal to you guys like yeah i mean it probably is and that's so sad like well so like so you heard like did you hear gunshots luckily no oh you didn't no oh well like so i've lived on the far east side Half my life, you know, everyone out there who living on the far east side, shout out, you know. I know what that, I but, mean, I don't know what it's like living out there, but like, it's so close to where I live that like. But it's like. It's scary. So I've lived, you know, I've lived on the far east side. I've also, because like, as I got older, you know, like right before I moved out, I lived with my dad. My dad moved out to the country and it's, there's, there's so many sim- similarities. It's like, if you. If you hear gunshots, it's just, like, no big deal, in well, a sense. Like, we're just kind of used to it. And then, like, if I hear gunshots in the country, it's like, Yeah, because, so like, if I hear it in the country, it's like, oh, people are probably target practicing. 
Because where my, you know how I'm like staying at my grandparents' house right now, like dog sitting for them. Uh-huh. So the police department in this county, their like shooting range or whatever is like not far at all from where they live. So like I hear gunshots there and I'm like, okay, but I know it's the like police Uh-oh. not shooting at people, but just like doing target practice. But like if I was, if I was in Walmart or something and I heard gunshots, yeah, that'd be a lot different. Yeah. Like, not just, oh, so what? Which is so... But, like, at the same time, it's just like... Yeah, like, you you know what's going... Like, if if you hear gunshots on the far east side, you know it's probably targeted at somebody. Right. Whereas, like, you hear, like, gunshots in the country, it's like, they just shooting. But, I mean... I don't know, you just hear it. Like, I don't I don't flinch or anything. It's just like, um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's you pretty don't? Cool. Like, no. I, even though, like, even though I know it's just target practice at my grandparents' house, I still, like... Really? But I also think it's just, like... And I don't want to be like, I don't want to sound like that dramatic person that's like, I was in a shooting. Like, it was so traumatic, but like. I mean, for someone like you, you know, it might be it was out of your element, you know, it you was wasn't used to it. so scary, even though I didn't hear anything. But just like yeah. when we were going out to our car, like I just kept looking around because I was like, oh, my God, what if he's outside? Like, he's got an open fucking range right here. There's a ton of people. Yeah. Because like, if you remember, um. <clears throat> the I believe it was like it was Stone, it was that shooting in Florida at that school at that high school in Florida, Parkland, yeah, something like that. No disrespect, it's just unfortunately in America there has been so many that like I just don't know exactly what the school name was, but the person who shot up the school, he I mean he's been arrested and everything since, but he pulled the fire alarm. So there would be a big group of people. So he uh, could like just get as many as he wanted to get yeah. in that time. Uh-huh. And like, so yeah, when you're in a big group like that, getting away from that, of with the things I've heard and learned, like, yeah, you're going to think, oh, yeah, they're going to come after me because I'm in this big group. And it's not even like they're just coming towards me, but they're like, oh, open range. Let's see how many we can get. It's like a game. Yeah. And it's really scary. I, I will tell you one thing. Like, I had uh, I had gone to uh, Mount Vernon for a little bit, and I remember one time someone had threatened to like blast a motherfucker mm-hmm. or something. I don't know all the details on that story, but I know that like when when people they still had school that day, and so it was like you had they had they made everybody you had to come through the front. And then they'd have the staff like check everyone's stuff. Yep. And I remember the at least I don't know how the rest of the staff was, but the dude who checked my book bag, yo, I could have had a fucking, I could have put my fucking 19 speed blamer no, in there I, and he yeah, wouldn't have found it because he half ass checked had, it. At where I went to school at, we had, we had active threats a lot my senior year and they would have yeah. police just at every single entrance and they would like, we just had them like the perimeter of the school, like just around but I would I remember there would always be like I, I hate that like we have to worry about school shootings like I hate that yeah but like they I remember the school sent out a tweet that was like hey like we're still gonna have school tomorrow but there will be police officers at entrances we're gonna have metal detectors at entrances like they not like good metal detectors but like just the wand of people doing the like thing I remember when I was a kid. 
Well, like back at Mount Vernon, I told us on the last podcast, but we've had like, we, I think we had like three bomb threats when I was there. I just remember as a kid, like I wasn't scared. And it was like, I was like, oh shit, another bomb threat. I'm going to sit in the gym and bullshit with my friends for four hours. Let's go. See, I, (laughs) no, but it's like, and it, like, we've also just as a society, like we kind of just have to like, and it, I hate it that we kind of just have to like accept what it is and just kind of like joke about like it's not okay to joke about like the victims and people who have like like died from this but like we kind of just have to be like oh like can we go somewhere is someone gonna shoot up the place like and i hate that like we just it's become so common that like it's just whatever and it sucks and it shouldn't be like that yeah you know, it is what it is. It's just. It is what it is. And it's like, what, like, what am I, like, it's not that I'm like someone that's like, oh, nobody should have guns. Like, I think we should have the right to bear arms, but I also think that like, it shouldn't be so easy to get a gun either. Yeah. Like, I think it should be a little bit harder to, not a little, I think it should be a lot harder to get a gun. Like, uh-huh. Because I know at least in our state, you don't even have to have a carrying license anymore. Yeah. And like I, then that happened after I already, I bought like a lifetime one. Got my little pink slip. And then they're like, oh, you don't need this anymore. It's like, oh. Yeah, oh but well. like you're at least smart about it. Like. Yeah. I think it's like. Like I think like the people who shouldn't have guns are the people who carry it in their back pocket and like lift their shirt behind it so like everyone knows that they have it like those are the type of people that shouldn't have a gun like because then a you're an easy target because then they're gonna be like oh he has a gun i'm gonna shoot him first because then he can't get me sometimes people will like if they see it they'll just fucking steal your shit that too like it could end up in the wrong hands like i think you should conceal carry and i don't think there's anything wrong with people who have guns like i think if you want to own a gun you should have the right but you also shouldn't be able, like, you shouldn't just be able to walk into a store and be like, I want to buy that, like, either. Huh. I don't know if, that, if any of that makes sense. I don't know. It's like, just all about the intent behind it, you know? Some, yeah. Like, some people could, it's really just the intent, you yeah. know? Because, like, my dad has a gun and he's always carried a gun. Uh-huh. And to this day, I am 22 years old. I still live with my parents. Judge me. But, like, 22 <laughs> years old, still living with my parents. I've obviously known my dad my entire life. Yeah. I apparently, I just found out he always carries. I had no idea because he conceals Uh, it. And I have no idea where he keeps his guns either. And I think that's how it should be. If you're going to own a gun like you or like teaching your kids gun safety as well. So like my dad always taught me, like, even if it's a Nerf gun, always treat it as if it's loaded. Like, never pointed at... And, like, uh, obviously, you're going to have Nerf wars with, like, your friends yeah, yeah, and stuff like I, that. That's what like, I did as a kid. Like, so did I. Like, it was so fun. Yeah. But, like, he always said, like, if we're going to have Nerf wars and stuff, like, don't hold your sister hostage and, like, point it at her head. Like, like uh, don't do that. Like, you can point it at her, but, like... With like, a Nerf gun? Yeah. Like, he's uh, like, don't pretend like you're going to hold her hostage and, like, put it towards her head because, like... He just always, like, had that, like, oh, never. I never did that. Oh, my parents were always really safe about it. I used to have, like, one of these, um, I think it was made by Nerf, but it shot out these discs, and it would, like, oh, they'd come out about. fast, so, like, sometimes it would hurt, yeah. and I used to, like, me and my sister, we just, as kids, we used to just hate each other, right? 
So I remember one day I just fucking bust in her room while she's sitting here fucking on the computer and I'd shoot like all 30 of them right at her. And then she fucking beat me up. Did you guys at your high school? Did you guys do senior assassin? Okay. So it's where the school technically has nothing to do with it. Like because of the whole like, like gun stuff, which like understandable. But the school, it's the senior class that puts it on. And so, like, we set rules. Like, there's a whole Twitter page. Like, my high school had a whole Twitter page. You had to, um, you couldn't do it while school was going on. You, like, couldn't interfere with these people's, like, like, if, because it always happened in the spring. So, like, if someone, if the person that you were assigned for senior assassin. Yeah. If they're in, like, baseball practice, you can't get them. Because then it's just, like, not fair. Yeah. But I remember my mom, because it happened, like, it started, like, right around Easter of my senior year. Yeah. Like, beginning of May. And um, so my mom got me, like, a little Nerf gun for Easter. She put it in my Easter basket. And my dad, because my dad grew up, like, around the same area that you did. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> we, were, we were, he was like, all right, you got to bob and weave, like, <laughs> to, to, yeah. to get away. I did get out the first day. But, like, there were people who would, like... I mean, I think it's okay to be competitive, but there would be people who would like wake up super early and they would wait outside of these people's houses and like hide behind their trash cans. Oh yeah. Shit like that. Like the girl that I had, I was trying to get her outside of, um, tennis practice. Yeah. But unfortunately another girl on the tennis team had me. So like, and you don't tell, you don't tell anybody who your target is. Because then, like, word of mouth, like, they're going to see you and they're going to, like, try and hide from you and, like, look out for you all the time. But the girl who had me, she was also on the tennis team. So, like, while I was trying to get my person, I got shot. Oh. Shot. Yeah. But, like, it was just, like, a fun. And, like, you put, I want to say you put, like, $5 in in the pot. And whoever wins, get the they get the whole pot. Yeah. So, like, it's just, like, a fun little game that oh. we did. But, like. I don't know. Oh, I my, can't believe your school didn't do that. Uh-uh. We didn't really do nothing, like, for seniors or anything. Oh, we had I a know, whole like, senior week. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get none of that. We had we had senior week, so every, it was always, like I said, not technically put on by the school. It was uh-huh. put on by us. Like, the student class president would, like, organize it. Yeah. And we did, like, white trash day. Where, not white trash, like, trailer park day. Uh-huh. So we, like, dressed like trailer trash. Like just and so like I remember I went to school with like, like I drew like fake tattoos that said like was like a heart with like a crossbow through it that said like daddy uh-huh. or something like like uh-huh. something silly like that and like you just like you dress trashy and then we also did like Hawaiian day, where we wore like Hawaiian shirts and shout out, motherfucking shout out to my sophomore year math teacher because he let me borrow his Hawaiian shirt that day because I didn't have one, yeah. fucking love that guy, so I wouldn't feel left out. And we also did, like, I think we did, like, Decades Day or, like, things, just fun things like that. And I think I think our last day of it, we dressed up as, like, senior citizens and just, like, fun shit like that. And we did, like, we had homeroom on Wednesdays at school. And uh-huh. so the seniors would, like, leave homeroom. And we did a slip and slide out by the football fields. So, like, it was, like, a known thing, like, some football player would like figure out how to do the, cause there's like someone would figure out how to do the fire hydrant. I don't know who, who did it, but like they figured out how to like open oh, it. Oh, so okay, like we had yeah. a whole tarp, like 
We put baby oil on. No, we put baby oil on ourselves and like Dawn dish soap uh-huh. on the slip and slide. Yeah. And so like, actually, I went out with a bang my senior year. Let's just say that. Um, I was feeling a little confident. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take my t-shirt off. Like I had a swimsuit on mm-hmm. underneath. Yeah. This was my fault. I, this, I, it was a strapless one. So like maybe uh-huh. I should have been a little bit smarter. And I had it tied like really tight in the back so it wouldn't like come off well it came undone uh, so like uh-oh class of 2020 y'all saw a little side boob and i'm pretty sure like people in yearbook like unintentionally they got a picture of my side boob uh, and i'm like you know what hold on to that forever because <laughs> <laughs> yeah like if i i did make a joke i was like you know what if i'm gonna be remembered as the girl that her tits came out at the senior slip and slide so be it like I'm not going to see these people again. It's funny. Like, I was embarrassed in the moment. Right. But now I'm just like, no, that's really fucking funny. Yeah. Like, 20 minutes later, I was like, y'all. I wish I had, like, senior shit. Like, I mean, really, like, the the schools I went to, like, we just kind of, like, fucked. We just fucked around. Okay. didn't You said you went to, like, more diverse schools, right? Yeah, you could call it that. So, like, my high school predominantly white just white a bunch of white mm. kids so of course we got that shit like yeah. there were a bunch of white people like we didn't yeah we, we had didn't. white people shit like that's what it is just like white people doing white people things like that's yeah. what it was i remember one time um they came on the announcements one day and they were like yo someone is bringing animal shit in and leaving it and and, and i'm <laughs> like who the fuck would do that that's funny as fuck but what what ended up happening was uh my friend Brady, shout out to Brady, okay? One time, so in the auditorium, right, you you know how, like, school auditoriums, they'll have, like, uh, railing on top you can walk on for the dude to do the lights. Yeah, yeah. One time, Brady, or a couple times, fucking Brady went up there, right? And he would fucking take a shit off of it, and it would, like, flop all the way down. He would shit off yeah, of it? Yeah, he would shit off it. I think he's done it like two or three times. What the fuck is wrong with him? Ew. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Like That's shit so like gross. That would oh, man. I remember uh. one time, one time, Brady used to be wild. Like towards uh, when we first, like when I first uh, went to school with him, um, I remember one time we were, we, we had like met each other during passing period and we're in the bathroom, you know, talking, bullshitting. I'm sitting here washing my hands, right? We're still talking. And he's like, yeah, bro, I'm shitting right now. Man, you got you got to come see this. You got to come see this. And I'm like, okay. And he, he gets out of the stall. And he's like, bro, look. And it's like the toilet, right? Mm-hmm. He took a shit. But he didn't shit in the toilet. He fucking squatted down right okay, next to it. Hang on, and then it was like a shit on the ground. I already have zero respect for your friend. Why? The janitors had to clean that shit up. Like, they yeah, didn't deserve but, to go through that. That's funny. I got a it's video on funny. my phone. It, it, that's not funny. I, I think it's pretty silly. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of fucked up. Like, those it janitors is. don't get paid enough to deal with that shit. No. But You're like, a high yeah. schooler. You know not to shit on the floor. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm just the fun police. I remember but like, one time I, I seen okay. someone shit in the urinal, bro. And just seeing that is so fucking funny. Cause it, it like it ain't supposed to go there, you know what I mean? Okay, do you want? <laughs> to scoop out. Speaking of, uh-huh. do you want to hear something kind of funny about a urinal? So there is, 
it is known at the Walmart I work at that there uh-huh. is somebody who pulls their pants down at the urinal, like oh. underwear and all. Cheeks. Cheeks out. Yeah, I did that in kindergarten. Okay, well, this is a full grown man. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it's, like, known that this person, like, pisses at the urinals with their pants down. So, like, oh. I had heard, because this person's been working there not as long as I have, but <laughs> I remember one of the cashiers who I was, like, friends with before he spread his wings and, like, actually got a college education and, like, did something with his life. Uh-huh. Okay, not calling Walmart associates losers, but, like, why would you want to make that your career? No judgment, but, like, couldn't be me. But, um, whatever. But he told me, he was like, yo, did you hear? Like, I just saw something I didn't want to see. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I went to the bathroom and -and so-and-so had his pants pulled down. Like I saw his ass cheeks. And I said, I said, you're fucking with me, right? Like you're joking. And he was like, no, I swear to God. And he was like, and like, I kind of just want to text him right now and be like, Hey, do you remember that one time you told me? About that, like it's it's been known that this dude does yeah. that. Like he stands at the urinals, pants pants and underwear down, and just pisses. And then a couple weeks ago, someone new started working there, and he was talking to one of our talking to like somebody in my department about something. He was like, "Man, I just saw something I didn't want to see." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "You don't want to know." And I was like, "No." What like I said, I don't get phased by shit. Like, uh. just tell me. And he's like, "Okay, I just saw. I just walked into the bathroom." And saw this guy with his pants and underwear down. I said, "Oh, so and so." And he's like, "What?" And I said, "Oh, I said, I said no, PJ. Like it, it's known. It is known for that to happen here. Like it's known that he does that." And he's like, "Well, why didn't you tell me?" I said, "I like I didn't like. Why would I think to tell you? Like I don't go into the men's restroom." Yeah. Though I would, pay, you know what I would pay to see. Speaking of like Damn men. Honest. I would pay to know what, like, in high school, what the dudes were talking about in the locker room. I don't know why. Like, what was it like in there? Like, us girls. In a locker room? Yeah. Oh, man. I I don't know what, like, I don't remember what other people were talking about, but, like, I remember in the swim locker room, right? (laughs) I had swim class. Oh, my. I have a story about the swim locker room as well. one, One time. So, like, in swim class, you would, you know, you'd have to get naked. And so they would, like, you know, tell everyone about it. Like, hey, you know, I just, like, expect this. You know, yeah. y'all got to change. It is what it is. Don't be all, like, weird. If you if you want to be weird or whatever, just have someone hold a towel for you. Mm-hmm. And I remember I didn't, I didn't give a fuck. But, like, back then I didn't shave my motherfucking pubes. Like, I didn't oh, know that was no. a thing. You didn't know I was that was really a young. thing? I was young. Okay. And um, I remember... It was like the first day I start changing, and that bush whoops out. I mean, that bitch was like denser than gold. My bush is out, and I remember everyone's like, everyone, <laughs> the people around me is like, damn, bro, you don't shave your bush? I was like, no. And then, like, I remember a week later or something, or maybe like a month, I started shaving, right? And I had this conversation and one dude was like, oh, you shave your pubes. And I'm like, yeah, what well, you don't, you fucking weirdo. You know, I kind of like flipped it on him, right? <laughs> and uh, I remember I was just having this loud-ass conversation talking about. You uh, shave your pubes? I do now. Oh, fucking get those bitches waxed. or just waxed. No, I'm good. That hurt. No, but it Anyways, doesn't. so like I'm having this loud-ass conversation, and the teachers could hear it this day. 
And everyone, even the girls who were done, they can hear it in the girls' locker room or something. And they're like, why do you shave your pubes? And I'm like, man, if I have a bitch sucking on my dick, she don't want that shit. <laughs> and all the girls heard it. Yeah, I grew up real fast in a month span. Yeah. I became the weird kid with pubes to the motherfucking big boy slanging that thing. Yeah. That motherfucking hog. The ho- yeah. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Not going to say anything. Alrighty. Um, so, <laughs> when I... So, like, okay, listen, I am all for freeing the bush. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't get waxed... The bush. Oh, this bitch is... This bitch is bushy all the time. But when I was like, God, okay, so swim locker room stories, uh-huh. if you want. So, like, when I was in high school, I was holier than thou. Like, I volunteered at my church. I was, I led the youth, yeah. bitch. Like, I led, I didn't, like, lead our youth group, but, like, I led a small group and like, of, like, young middle school girls yeah. when I was in, in school. And, um, so I, I never did anything bad in high school. Like I was so good in high school and this is probably the, I want to say to this day, the worst thing I've ever done in school. Mm -hmm. There was a girl in my gym class who was like, if you've ever seen euphoria, like she lived Rue's life in high school. Like I've never seen it. Okay. Anyways, she was like Rue. Okay, so like she okay. she fuck it's like she would tell us about like doing Molly and shit like that, and I was like, "What's Molly?" Like, yeah. that's how I was. But she um, she stole vodka from the store, and she was giving some to her friend, so she put it in a water bottle. Oh, and just to seem a little bit cool, she was like passing it around. It was like, okay, seven thirty in the morning. It's seven thirty in the morning. What were we thinking? But she was, like, passionate around, and it got to me, and I was like, fuck. I was like, it was like I really had the devil and angel on my shoulder in that moment. I was like, do I want to seem cool, or do I want to just, like, because I felt like if I didn't do it, they are going to be like, oh, she's a snitch. Like, I wasn't going to tell on him. Like, I didn't care enough to get him in trouble. I wasn't a snitch. But I took a swig of vodka in the swim locker. I mean, I want to say it was probably. Oh, a little sippy. Barely even like a okay. sip, like it equivalent to like maybe a tongue dip. Oh, okay. And like I obviously wasn't like acting drunk because like at the time like I knew what alcohol like how much alcohol you could consume to feel drunk and shit like that. But I just remember like going to class like my next class after that and being like, like I I was so scared. I was like, oh my god, they smell it on me. They know I have it. Like I was so scared all day. About taking a sip of vodka in the locker room. Like, obviously, nothing came out of it because I, I didn't get in trouble. Yeah. But, like, that was my sophomore year of high school. So, like, crazy shit. Like, she, <laughs> like that's the craziest thing I think I ever did in high school. Like, I um, didn't do anything yeah. bad in high school. I can't remember the craziest thing. I, did. I was known for just doing shit. Yeah, that was like Like, earlier, like, there was one time I fucking, you know when, like, when you dookie right? You know that. You know when it's like that first wipe Actually, is that messy one, right? I wouldn't know because I'm a girl and I don't poop. Oh. Is that girls, so? Girls don't poop. Okay. All right. So anybody watching, <laughs> you know like that first and that second wipe are like the messiest ones. 
And I remember I took I took me a first wipe. And I took, I mean, it was a fucking, it was like wet oatmeal type <laughs> shit. So I took that first wipe and it was just mucky. <laughs> it looked like a handful of mud. And I remember I took that bitch, fucking slapped it on the wall and rubbed down and I let that sucker hang. I bro. can tell you right now, <laughs> if we would have went to high school together, I would have fucking hated you. Oh, I'm sure you would have. I would have. I would have probably hated you. Yeah. Like, I, I would have looked like, at this kid and been like, like, does he not get attention at home that he has to get it at school? Like, I would hate you, dude, but I'd also be really concerned for you. Me out like that. Is that true? Did you get attention at home? We're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to bring up childhood trauma. But I got enough. I'm over it now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was a little bitch as a kid. But I'm like, sorry. I think I would have like, I would have hated you. And I would have been like, where's this kid's parents? Like, did they not teach him anything? Like, it's not that my, my <laughs> parents never even had to, like, teach us how to behave. They just literally taught us, like, manners. And then they were like, all right, do what you want with that. And, like, all really? my sisters and I, I'm not trying to, like, sound, like, holier than thou and, like, better than everyone else. Excuse me. Yeah. But my, <laughs> <laughs> my sisters and I, like, if you, and the only reason I know this is because my mom told me. Uh-huh. If you were to bring us up in conversation or like, or people would like go up to my mom and like talk to her and like, she would like bring us up and like bring up her two, her three daughters. And they'd be like, you just have the best kids. Like your daughters are so amazing. Like they're so like, they're such good people. Like they're always so well behaved and like, they're just great to be around. So like, Uh that's how like my parents were never strict on us either. So like, It's not that like, oh, you were bad today. You're going to get whooped. Like it was never like that, but it was just like, they put so much trust into us that I never wanted to lose that trust. So I never really tried to like see how far I could go with it. Yeah. If I could go back, I would do all that shit again. You would. I was just like wild as a kid. I had so much fun. Okay. But it's like, I'm having fun now because I can like legally have fun. Like, oh, like, I waited until, I, like, I mean, obviously, I, like, drank underage, but, like, who didn't? Yeah. Yeah, like, I started I started drinking when I was 17. I started smoking weed when I was, like, 15. But, I mean, I was, like, I don't know if I've told you this, but on the last podcast, I was talking about it. When I was, like, 16, when I was 17, working at Portillo's, like, I was doing blow, Freebasing that shit. I was popping in perks, them zany bars, boy. I still don't even know where to get that stuff. Oh, you I just, mean, I don't care you just to. Know but. You know, but you know, I mean, if I go back, I do, I do all that shit again. I, I, you know, I had to go through the overdose to fucking stop. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Good thing you did. Yeah. Like, I mean, I smoke weed now. Oh, I can't. I don't really like weed. It's oh, just I like, like it. I smoke it and then I get all like just dumb. And See, then, but that's like, so fun. I don't like that. I'm dumb, but I also have, like, I mean, I'm drinking right now. Uh-huh. I'm 22. I can drink. But, like, I'm drinking right now. But, like, if if I'm going to choose to, like, be under the influence of something, it is weed. Because I am, I am in control over uh-huh. myself. Like, I know what I'm doing. I may be a little slower, but I know what I'm doing. Really? Yeah. I get full, like, like retarded. That's how I get on weed. Oh like, my god! Do you want to? Like I can't function. Listen, I'll keep you safe. You want to smoke later? I can make us a bomb ass meal. Uh, I'll take the meal. Do you want a spicy chicken sandwich? <laughs> that sounds busting. That's like all I have right now. What do you mean? 
I bought the frozen ones because. Oh, is it? Did you put it in there? Like here? Oh, yeah. No, no. Oh, it's at home? <laughs> it's at home. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I but gotcha. I made a bussin spicy chicken sandwich last night. As in, I just popped it in the oven and put, put a little mayonnaise on it, a little Swiss little cheese. Swiss cheese. Yeah. Sometimes that pepper jack. Really it was really good. Yeah. And mac and cheese on the side. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I was five star dining right there. Box, box mac and cheese. Like Kraft? I mean, it was Walmart brand deluxe Kraft. There's a difference. Kraft don't does Kraft even have deluxe? Yes. Oh. It's where it's not powdered cheese. Oh, I like powdered cheese. No. I don't think I've ever had it without powder. Uh, Have you ever had Velveeta shells? It's like it's like Velveeta. It's like Velveeta, but like it's craft. I mean, craft is Velveeta is technically craft, but like it's like that. But they have like different flavors of it. Like they have a pepper one. That's my. They have like a cracked black pepper one. That's my favorite. That sounds good. I am lactose though. I mean, same. Same. I don't want to have to. Yo, I gotta run. I don't really care. It's fine. I just whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time I was working at Portillo's. And like, I had I had the runs, and I remember I'm in there, I'm just blowing it up, and it's loud, it's fucking loud, it's echoing at the, off the walls, fucking piercing your ears. And I remember a customer I walked in. This is I actually I got two stories about this exact same time that I'm shitting right. <laughs> so the uh, f- w- the first customer walks in, and he he gets done doing what he's doing, he's washing his hands, and I let out that big fucking. I know what you're talking about. And he 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 went, damn, thunder. (laughs) I remember like like two, maybe like a minute or two later, right? This kid walks in. He's like, he's like 12. He's young. He a young buck. He's young. And, and you know, he got a shit, but I'm up in a stall, right? Is there only one stall there? There was two. Oh. So he, he had a shit, but like he walked in the stall. See... The stall door to lock. It, I didn't know the motherfucker didn't work. Oh, so I'm no. in there shitting, right? <laughs> you know, whatever, blowing it up. And I got to the part, you know, job ain't over to the paperwork's done. So I'm sitting here wiping. And again, it was like the first or second wipe, dude. And, you know, I don't know about y'all, but when I when I wipe, I go back to front. You know, I lift up the fellas. I go back to front. This is getting real personal. <laughs> but so I'm sitting there, right? I, I got, thought you were supposed to go front to back. No, wait, back to front. I thought you were supposed to go front to back. Some people do, some people don't. But I like I hold up the fella so I don't get no shitty balls, right? Right. So so I'm holding You're it up. very hygienic. You're I got, prob- I hang got on, my nuts. Side note. Uh-huh. Sorry to interrupt. This is a compliment. You are probably the most hygienic man I think I've ever met in my entire life. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Like this motherfucker, like I've like I've never met anyone like he's more hygienic than I am. You are more hygienic than I am. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I applaud you for that. Cause like, I feel like I look like a dirty, musty street rat compared to you. Hygienic oh. wise. I make you feel less than a little bit sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Like hygiene in the hygiene world. Yeah. I just always rather be in my mind. I'd always be, I'd rather be ugly than stink. That was always I mean, me. I, yeah. But anyway, so I'm sitting in there, you know, I'm doing my paperwork. I got my nuts I'm holding my nuts right? And I wipe my ass. And as I, as I fucking, I pull, cause I look at the toilet paper, got to see how much I got left, you know? So I like, I got my nuts I got the toilet paper up. I'm looking at it, right? Some kid fucking walks in and I just fucking freeze. So you got to see this 12 year old kid 
looking at me with my nutses and my shit paper. <laughs> he looks, his eyes get so fucking wide and he just starts screaming and he runs out of the bathroom. He he's looks at he's like, oh, <laughs> and he's running out. And I'm like, oh, shit. Actually, I was the cashier, too. So I had to stand up. I don't I remember him. After I would have. I would have made someone else. Do. Actually, okay. You know what? I lied earlier. Girls do poop. Okay, we do. I shit. Not. I shouldn't be embarrassed. I shit. You know what my biggest fear is when I'm shitting? Mm. I like to wear long shirts. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to get that muck. I'm so scared that if I take a shit and I have a long shirt on, like I always pull, like pull it up, yeah, yeah. back and stuff. But I'm always so scared that, like, when I wipe, because I wipe, I wipe front to back. Cause like yeah. I get if you're a woman you're supposed to cause like UTIs and shit like that. Uh-huh. I'm so afraid that I'm gonna get like shit on my shirt and not know it, and I'm gonna walk around <laughs> with shit on the back of my shirt all day. See, I never worry <laughs> about that because like when I sit down, I pull my shirt. I mean, I do too. Like but I'm this, like, and then I'll fucking because oh, I got the belly, you know. Uh-huh. So I just kind of, I just kind of tuck it in <laughs> so hey, it's like tight. You know? I, I mean, I always do that too, but I just have this like fear that I'm gonna get shit on the back of my yeah. shirt. There was one time. Okay, if we're going to talk about shit stories. You want a real good shit story? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. So I was a student athletic trainer in high school. And what that means is I was pretty much like, I taped their, I I bandaged their boo-boos. But like, if it was anything serious, like I, I obviously didn't handle that. Yeah. But there was one time, and this was like right when I had, like right before I found out I was lactose intolerant. Uh So I, we had an hour and a half bus drive yeah. and um i had it like we had to be at the school really really early like 5 a.m so i was like you know what? i'm just gonna eat a quick bowl of cereal like put a little milk in there and i was on the bus and like we were on mini buses and if you know anything about the heat on mini buses like a short bus yeah <laughs> The, we called it at my school. We called those the dragon wagons, but because <laughs> our mascots are the dragon. Oh, okay. But um, <laughs> I was sitting on one, and I was already hot. And like, I, I want to say we were probably like five minutes into this ride. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe ten. And we were all really, really like, it, we were hot back there. It got hot. And the the biggest wrestler on our team, he was like, hey, the guy I'm sitting with is, like, too hot. Do you care if I sit next to you for a minute? And I was like, I mean, yeah. And so, like, I was I was getting bubble guts. Like, you know bubble guts. Yeah, yeah. That like, shit bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was sitting next to me. And I I don't know if I had farted or something or what. But I know, I know, I like, I was, like, I had to, like, keep shifting in my seat or else I was uh-huh. going to, like, shit my pants. Like, it was. Yeah. I've never had to hold shit that hard in my entire life. It was awful. Yeah. And um, he w- <laughs> this is this is one of my best friends' like favorite stories ever. Uh-huh. But I know I ha- I think I had like one a fart slipped. Whoa. Oh. And I'm pretty sure I looked at him. It, it smelled too. Oh yeah. And I looked at him. I said, "Dude, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why you would blame you?" Blame <laughs> <on him? laughs> Yeah, because like, <laughs> you know, all respect to this guy. But, like, it's just kind of, like, I, it's always easy to blame smelly stuff on, on guys. S- on guys. And, like, especially, what, like, he didn't take, he didn't not take care of himself, but, like, he smelled bad. So, like, it's easy to uh, just, like, yeah. <laughs> it's real easy to blame it on, like, put yeah. it on that guy. And I do feel really bad about that. And he actually works at the liquor store. 
in my hometown and I almost just want to look at him and be like, dude, do you remember that one time sophomore year when I blamed like a really like, like sulfur smelling fart on you? <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. You should tell him that. Um, I don't even know if he like recognizes me anymore. Cause I still oh. like, I show him my ID and he's like, all right, good to go. Like I always want to like spark up a conversation and just like be nice to him. And like, but at the yeah. same time, I'm like, I don't think he remembers me. Cause he also he didn't mind. He probably remember that story. Probably. But he also, <laughs> I will tell you though, as soon as we got to that wrestling meet, I bolted towards the bathroom. Oh yeah. I I know. I know it was Were bad. you in wrestling? Fuck no. I just was a little oh. trainer. I was so cute. Oh. <laughs> like, let me wrap an ice bag around your shoulder. Cause you got oh. a boo-boo like shit like that. I know there was a couple chicks in wrestling that I've seen uh, in high school. I don't want to be a wrestler. I don't want ringworm. But then like. There was this one kid. I ain't going to say his name. And um, he, so there was this girl in wrestling. Her name was Jojo. and uh, Like Jojo Siwa? I don't know. You don't even know who that is? Uh-uh. Oh, well, it's irrelevant. But she, she, like, beat him up in wrestling, right? <laughs> like, she won the match. Wait, did, was and she uh, from Mount Vernon? Yeah. I remember her. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because that was the same, like, it wasn't someone from our team. But it was like the same meet that we were also at. Yeah. I remember that. So like she beat up this dude. And I remember no one let him live that down. Like any <laughs> any time we were in class. Like I remember we were in wood shop or some. Wait, maybe it wasn't uh, a match. It definitely had to have been like practice. But I probably. remember I remember hearing about it because I was f- not like loosely friends. Oh, with you like, heard about it. Yeah. Like I heard oh, about okay. it through like other Mount Vernon wrestlers. Because like it's not that I was like friends with these people. But like I knew them from like. Yeah church activities and stuff like that. So like I know a lot of kids from our, from our county growing up. Oh. That's like when we had first met, I asked you like, Oh, do you know this person and this person? Yeah. yeah. Cause and I, I knew that I knew them from church. Yeah. So I remember we were in wood shop one time and this, you know, we're all sitting at the table, you know, shooting jokes, but eventually it starts like we're teasing each other. Right. Anyways, the heat gets off of me. <laughs> it goes over to this other kid and I, for, I forget these two kids' names, but they're like, they're sitting here going back and forth at it, right? Like, oh, oh, you shut up with your, with your dumb, ball-headed, shaped ass and your stupid glasses, right? Right, right. right. And, then, and then Chase said something. Fuck, I name-dropped him. Oh, well, fuck it. Chase just, says something. I was just going to say, bleep kid, it out. <laughs> and then the kid was like, shut up, Chase. That's why, you, that's why you got beat up by a girl. You a bitch. I just, I was crying laughing. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, God. I, like, I don't, I do not want to go back to high school because I feel like people who are like, I would do anything to go back in high school. Like, they peaked in fucking high school. I still have yet oh, to yeah. peak. Right? Right. But, like, there's some moments from high school where I'm just like, that was so, that was such a good time. Like, did yeah. you ever go to football games? No, not really. You never went to football games? I was in football in seventh grade. But okay, seventh really grade. To, I never really went to it. Like, not even when you were in high, you never got to sit in the student section? Oh, I never really cared for it. Oh. I went, I went because like, so like actually fun fact about I was not whatever you want to call popular in high school. Like I was not that at all. And I'm okay with that. Like whatever. Uh But I was friends with girls who were. So like I kind of got like I would get kind of like roped into the fun stuff that they did because I was like friends or whatever. Yeah. And um, there was. One time, actually, out of this, you're going to be shocked. I was going to do one bad thing in high school. It was my senior year of high school. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm so tired of being like a goody two-shoes. Like, I'm going to do something bad. And there were these two, maybe three girls. I don't remember. 
but they were talking about like, oh, we're going to go to the parking lot and we're going to get like shit faced and then we're going to come back in. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck it. I'm going to join because why the fuck not? Like I was an idiot for like thinking like that would be okay. But they ended up going without me, which luckily saved my ass. They all ended up getting arrested. I dodged a bullet. They got arrested and then they had like, did you guys have like, we had like the alternative school, which is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it, I went there a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Why am I not yeah. shocked? Yeah, I went there a couple times. But we like they went to the alternative school for like I want to say the first semester of our senior year, uh-huh. and like they didn't get to participate in anything because of that. And I'm, I dodged a fucking bullet. The one time I was gonna be bad, it didn't even I didn't even do it, and I really just lucked out. Yeah, <laughs> but you didn't go to nice. football games. Oh uh-uh, no! Me. Did you ever like did Did you ever hear about like powder puff? In like uh, high I heard about it. I don't know what that is. Oh, I did that. Uh, it's I like remember one time I watched, uh, like there was, it wasn't band, it wasn't acapella, but it was like people would do a play. Theater? I'm, yeah. So like I, I went and watched uh, Hairspray with like, I went, I had a date and like, you know, hey, yo, shoddy, you trying to, you trying I, to go watch Hairspray with me? I never went to our school's play because really? our theater budget at my school was absolute trash. We went to the school, like our neighboring school because uh-huh. their theater program was like amazing. So we would always go to their plays, but like no one went to the one that my school, unless like your parents, like the kids' parents who were in it, they went, did your school have show choir? I can't remember. I think. Oh, I hated the show choir bitches. Oh, they were, that was a cult. to me. I remember like the, the choir kids, that no. I grew up with, they were just weird. No, no, the show choir, the show choir girls. I don't know what it was about them because I think I'm a good singer. Maybe I am. Uh-huh. Maybe I don't know. You've heard? Am I? I'm not bad. I don't think I've ever heard you sing. I serenaded you that one time. I forgot. Oh, yeah. We were driving back to my grandparents' <laughs> house after me. after Applebee's. Remember, I tried to sing. Did you? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. Well, Yo, anyway, my bad. I forget that one. That was a I s- literally two like when we went and got wings that one time. I said, "Play Taylor Swift. I'm going to serenade you." Oh. But you were pumping gas. Of course, you didn't hear it. Oh uh, yeah, that makes. But sense. I was like, th- I really genuinely thought about being in show choir, and then uh-huh. the girls that were in it, they were mean, and it was like yeah. culty. Like it was almost like cult. Like. I'm pretty sure they, they had to have done some, like, blood rituals or something. Oh. Like, there's no fucking way that they were, like, they would all, like, one big thing that they would talk about, and, like, why would you talk about this? Like, I'm an open book. I'll talk about what anything. But, like, they would, like, to try and sell being in show choir, they would be, like, yeah, we're just together so much that, like, our period synced up. And I'm, like, why are you trying to oh. sell, it like, show choir being yeah. that great when, no. Like, yeah. I don't want to be around you guys when we're all in our periods because then it's, like, that's a that's a massacre right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was just, and they would like <laughs> and they would come to school the day before a competition and like did your school do like announcements and stuff? Yeah, in the morning, yeah. Afternoon too. They had like an end of the day one. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they would <laughs> I'm sorry. This like and I'm not trying to like what they were doing is like good for them. They were involved in something like that's their hobby. But, like, the school didn't give a shit about that. Like, of course, they're going to talk about the basketball game or the wrestling meet or shit like that. But they would, like, 
talk about, okay, and wish our show choir good luck at their competition this weekend. And like the bitches that were in show choir that were in my class at the end of the day, they'd be like, oh my God, they mentioned us. And it's like, no one cares. Like no one's actually listening to these. Like, <laughs> like they would be like sitting on the edge yeah. of their seats, like waiting for the diamond sensations to be like yeah. announced. They'd be, And it's just so silly. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and end it. Ready? Yeah. I'm having so much fun. It's been like two hours almost. It's only been an hour. What time is it? 8.20. What time did we start? Uh, Like almost right at 6. No, I got here right at 6. Like 6.20. Really? Yeah. Oh. You did get here at 6, yeah. Anywho. Yeah, that was so fun. <laughs> yeah. You got any last words? Um, any advice? Yes. Actually, I need a following on social media Yeah. for my hair. Even if you can't come and see me to get your hair done, if you know people in the central Indiana area who do, send them my Instagram. It is Liz at CZ. That's L-I-Z-A-T-C-Z. That is my Instagram. One more time. Liz at CZ. Yeah. I think you should check it out. I'll you can b- I'll see put my it work. In the link. I'll, b- I'll have a little link in the description yes, for you. You'll be able to see my work. And, like, yeah. it's mostly people who get highlights because that's what I'm best at. And I like posting that. But, well, on that note, gonna get out of here. All right. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for potentially supporting me and getting me more clients. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to crack open the other one. Mm-hmm.